Latoya. What what was her name? It's Latoya. Ha 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 ha. Ooh 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 ooh. Y'all missed that, didn't y'all? Y'all missed those intros. I know y'all do. Uh, What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? And welcome back to the Analog Girl Podcast. This is your podcast for your 30-somethings and your 40-somethings. And we are on a quest, y'all. We are on a quest to get our analog lives in this digital-driven world. I mean, it's been a while since we chit-chatted, since we talked, since we um, connected. Um, And, you know, it's been an interesting year. Sometimes I don't have nothing to say to y'all. Sometimes I'm going through the motions. I don't even know what I can say to to help anybody with their anxiety because I'm over here trying to maintain and, and stay in a great space or stay in a positive space myself. Um, but, you know, today I wanted to talk to you guys. And, you know, I think I'm going to change how I do this podcast um, from now on. Like it's definitely going to be um, more conversational and less segmenty, you know, I just want to kind of find my own identity in this podcast. Like I'm not going to give up on doing this podcast and um, I want to try to get more consistent with you guys, but you know, just bear with me as I'm just trying to figure out what the identity of this podcast will be. But today, um, you know, we are, but we'll always do, we'll always do um, anxiety check-ins and talk about where I'm at in life and, um, and talk about how we can, you know, navigate this this 2020 that we're in, this interesting year that we're 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 living by the grace of God um, to talk about how to navigate this um, and manage the anxiety that I'm sure a lot of us are going through and experiencing because of the type of year that we've been having. So um, I ain't gonna, you know, I ain't gonna hold y'all up. You know, what I'm saying I ain't gonna let y'all hold me. So we just go ahead on and get into the anxiety check in. Alrighty. So listen, guys, an anxiety check in today, you know, um, you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent talking about what's going on in my life and, and stuff like that. But I, I, you know, I will say that I cannot complain about, um, life right now. Um, I have been blessed. I have been blessed to be working during this pandemic. I have been blessed to have a roof over my head. And a lot of y'all know that, um, years, you know, a couple years ago, um, it wasn't too long ago when I was homeless and I did not know, uh, where I was going to be laying my head, let alone like what my life was going to be like, or what was, what it was, what my life was going to turn out to be. Um, so I am truly, truly, um, blessed and, um, grateful that, um, during such a tumultuous time as this, that God has sustained me. So I can't really complain. You know what I mean? I can't really complain. However, there are things that we are all experiencing that, um, meant that is mentally draining, um, and just causing us to question just life in general and why we're going through this and, you know, why are we still fighting to get people to believe that we as black men and black women are human beings. <laughs> like we are absolutely human beings. We have blood that runs through our veins, just like anyone else who is not black. Um, and that we deserve the same rights as anyone who is not black that is also living on this earth. So it's been very interesting um, to experience what's been what's been going on 
on top of the fact that every five seconds we all think that we got corona or that we're going to contract corona or something. And, you know, we're just all on pins and needles and we've been on pins and needles um, for quite some time now. So, you know, outside, outside of that, I can say I will still say that I am still truly blessed. Um, but what I wanted to talk to you guys today about was overthinking and how overthinking um, can become very, it can become detrimental to us and our health um, and how we operate in life and how we operate daily, day to day. It can be very, very overwhelming. Um, and I struggle with it. And that's why I wanted to talk to you guys about it today, uh, because it's something that I'm going through right now. And what better way to talk your way out of overthinking or talk your way through it or um, heal from it than to express it um, and share it with other people. And then in hopes to get some feedback and insight from other people that you're from the people that you're sharing it with. So I just felt, you know, I, I just thought that it would be great for us to just talk about um, overthinking and what it entails and how to overcome it. So. Um, in essence, overthinking is simply what its name suggests, uh, thinking way too damn much. All right. <laughs> it's just thinking too damn much. And it was to the point, like maybe a couple of days ago, I was like, should I get diagnosed? Like, should I go and see if I got OCD or something like that? Because I was just feeling like, is this a obsessive compulsive disorder? Like, but because that's how much my thoughts were going. But I th- I think I realized like if I can shift my thoughts and if I can even think that, you know, should I get checked out or something like that? Like I know that I have the power to shift my thoughts and that this is not something that I cannot control or this is not something that, and I don't know that we can control all of our thoughts, but I guess I, I was realizing like this is something that I can get through and that I can subside in some way, shape, or form or fashion. So the overthinking brain cannot translate these thoughts into actions or positive outcomes. So therefore, we create feelings of stress and anxiety with overthinking all the time. So the I think that the 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 basis of where anxiety and stress comes from is overthinking. And we are constantly overthinking um, scenarios in our minds um, that cause us tremendous stress. For example, guys, um, I have started dating someone. Listen, 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 y'all. I don't, I don't know how it happened. I, I can't even explain it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, is he LaFonz? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what is to come of, um, the situation, but we are dating now and, it seems to be going pretty well. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, men do strange things. Men pull pull away from you. Men, you know, need space and all of that. And I'm completely understanding of that. But sometimes in dating, um, because men are trying to figure out their own situations, I can see how women, us women, um, can start to overthink their actions. So I have found myself overthinking certain things um, um, and like almost driving myself crazy. And that's what led me to want to do this episode. (laughs) So um, 
I, I found myself overthinking like, oh my God, are we take are we spending too much time together? Oh my God, um, we've been together for two days in a row. Like he's probably bored from, you know, like bored with me. Like these are the dumb thoughts that's coming through my mind. And honestly, he hasn't said one word about it, you know, and I do believe that we should have space. And I don't think that we should just be, you know, especially now when it's so new and fresh that we should be um, spending every waking day with each other because, you know, we need to know how we operate when we're not seeing each other. We need to operate, know how uh, we're going to interact and communicate with each other when we're not seeing each other face to face all the time. And I get that. But it doesn't help me in the sense like understanding that doesn't help me in a sense of am I overthink, you know, am I overthinking um, and constantly thinking that, you know, something this is too good to be true. Like this is too nice. This is this feels too good. Like. He's I'm 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 so attracted to him. Like I I haven't felt this attracted to someone um, in a in a I can't even remember the last time I felt as attracted as that I, as I feel um, to this particular guy. So you know those things started to scare me, and um and that's where I, I was starting to be like, so what is causing the the overthinking? Um, so now we know what overthinking is. Um, there are Essentially, there's four things that cause um, overthinking. And that's what I I went and I started to read up on this. And I'm like, ah, I got to share this with the analog community because, you know, it might seem simple um, to to you, but it's 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 simple. But it's also like, aha, okay, this is where this comes from. This is why we this is why our brains operate the way our brains operate, operate. Um, And the the four reasons one of the top four reasons I think um, overthinking happens is because one is ambiguity and I can never because y'all know I can't pronounce words right ambiguity ah I said it <laughs> ambiguity okay we don't have enough information or all the answers right so that causes us to overthink. So now we're trying to figure out all the answers. Oh God, or we don't have enough information. So, um, so for example, I'm bringing in the story of me dating. I don't have all the answers of like what's to come of this relationship that's starting. Is this a a relationship, a friendship? But you know, um, does he really like me? Does he really care about me? Like, is he bo- like you know? It's all of these. Um, I don't have enough information because we're still getting to know each other. Um, So, you know, you're still learning someone and you're still learning how they operate. And I'm still learning myself in 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 um, building a healthy relationship. I'm still learning myself because I was always building unhealthy connections with people. So, you know, I don't have all those answers and I don't have all the information. So that is also caused that's causing me to overthink. Then another uh, reason that might cause you um, or myself to overthink is attachment, right? Because we always think that we are going to lose something. Now, I'm some people don't feel that way, but I think that a majority of people, majority of human beings have um, uh, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like we all feel. Uh, a sense of fear of losing something or someone, right? And even if it ain't something, you have a job and you definitely have a fear of losing your job. You know what I mean? Like you could be doing the best, you do the best that you can at work to make sure that you don't lose your job. You know what I mean? So 
Losing something that is really of value to you is always going to be a fear, right? So we become attached to a person, place, or thing um, because of that fear. Um, And then it becomes overthinking because we're constantly like, oh, I don't want to do this because this might push him away or push her away. And I, you know, and then I will lose him or her. Um, You know, should I give this person space? Should I not give this person space? Should I text in the morning? Does that make it seem like I'm too desperate? Like (laughs) it's all of this wrapped up into into one that causes you um, to um, be attached to that person, right? So you're you're attaching yourself and you're latching yourself onto these thoughts and then you're attaching yourself to the person, right? So that all of that causes um, overthinking. Then another one is just straight up fear, right? And that's where, um, that's me. <laughs> like straight up like fear. Um, so it's always something that reminds us of hurt, right? So especially this is for people who have been hurt in the past, right? So you've been hurt in the past and it don't even have to be, um, in a relationship that you might've been hurt. You know what I mean? Like you could have been hurt by your mama or your daddy. And we all know my daddy did a number on me. Okay. (laughs) So, I know that my daddy issues fuck me up really bad when it comes to relationships. And because I don't necessarily have issues with um, um, building relationships and um, um, maintaining them per se. I think my issues come with trust. My issues come with the fear of, like we were saying, uh, um, losing someone, but also the fear of abandonment for me. So it's not necessarily about um, losing someone. I can lose someone and be fine. Uh, it's the, the sting of the abandonment is, is, what I, is what I fear. Because um, I I was um, my 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 father actually like emotionally abandoned me to my face with no regard with a straight face, y'all. <laughs> so, and I'm not saying this to um, for any like you know I don't need any no no sob story or nothing. But this is my truth, and this is what happened. Like he actually abandoned me. Um, straight up like I don't I don't have time for this you know what I'm saying like I don't have time for this and I don't have time for you to get the fuck out my house and not only get out my house but if you don't want to move fast enough I'm going to call the police so that you can get out okay so that's how deep my abandonment is um and so 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 I constantly am thinking those things now I have worked on that but I know that there's still limiting beliefs and subconsciously I, um, those things come up when, um, I might feel like this person might abandon me or this person is getting tired of me. It might, you know, because it's like, I'm always thinking, well, I don't know what made my father flip. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what made him, what, what light bulb switched on. Like he was just like, I just want her away from me or I want her to get out, you know? So in my head, I'm thinking, damn, anybody could just flip on me if my own daddy did it you know what I mean so I latch on and 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 hold on to that fear I've definitely been working through that and I'm so happy that I can even talk to you guys about it because this is also helping me and I hope it's helping you guys um and then another um reason for overthinking is habit and that just comes because we're taught 
to overthink. And uh, some of us are taught to overthink. And that's basically um, uh, the, the way you've grown up. You know what I mean? Like, how did you grow up? Did you, was there a lot of high anxiety in your home? Was there a lot of pressure in your home um, on anything? Was there a lot of pressure for you to perform in school? Was there a lot of pressure for you to perform in a sport? Um, Or was there a lot of pressure for you to, you know, grow up, get married, you know, grow up, go go to school, go to college, get married? Like, was there a lot of pressure for you to create, um, the life that your parents wanted or the life that you thought society taught you that you were supposed to have. Um, and, and it causes you to overthink a lot, you know what I mean? And that's based off of just habit forming and being an impressionable person young, growing up. And, you know, as a young person where we were, our brains were like sponges, we were taking everything in. So um, all that information and all that pressure on um, being the best person that you can be, um, you know, just chasing after the cheese, trying to go get that chicken, you know, it's all about that money. It was all of that. So, you know, and then our parents, You know what I mean? Our parents growing up or lack of their parenting skill, good parenting skills um, caused a lot of overthinking. And um, we also might have inherited their anxiety and overthinking of things and the stress that they've gone through in their lives. Because, you know, I can't even be angry with my my folks anymore because I just think that they were doing the best that they could, you know, with the cards that they were dealt, you know. So that is those are are some of the main um, reasons for um, overthinking. And I think it's very important for you to understand why we overthink. Because once you understand the why, then you can get to the how we can minimize or even maybe stop the overthinking, right? So the why is ambiguity. Oh, look at me, (laughs) y'all. I sound like something, don't I? Uh, so the first one is ambiguity. Ambigu- oh, so then no, no, no. Because see, and that's what happened. You see what happened? Because God said, you're not humbling. Humble yourself. Humble yourself, Latoya, because you said it. You said it right the first time, but I will trip you up again the second time. You see what he did there? I see. But the first one is ambiguity. Um, then there's attachment. Um, and then there's fear. And then there's habit. And those are the reasons why we overthink. And those are some of the issues behind why we overthink. So in order to um, stop the overthinking, what have I been doing? Um, you know, I found myself, and again, I'm using myself as an, as an example with the dating. Um, and, and, and I'm using that because that's just the actual, that's just what's happening in my life right now. I, I've been, I've overthunk and overthunk, is that a word? <laughs> I have, I've over, I've been an overthinker in other areas of my life, but right now this is the present moment of what is happening. Right. So, um, I would, I, right now I definitely have been asking myself like, girl, what, what's going on? What, what is causing these thoughts? Right. And um, we immediately sometimes in relationships, in friendships, in, 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 in intimate relationships, in professional relationships, we immediately sometimes um, go to it's the person causing me to do all this overthinking, right? Um, we can't control what other people are doing, right? Whether they're doing right by us or not, we can't control what they're doing. So... N- 
that leaves who can we what can we control? We can control our thoughts as best we can. We can control our emotions and how we react to the thoughts that we're having. Right. So those are the questions that I started to ask myself. Why are you feeling this way? Um, what is the issue? What what did he or she do that has made you feel like you got to retreat? You know what I mean? And you got to now get in your head and try to figure this out. And then when I start to do that, I'm like, OK, so 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 he's it seems like he needs space. Right. And I don't know if he needs space or not. Um, this is something that I'm just assuming because, you know, he might have got quiet. You know what I mean? And and we just didn't have anything to say in that present moment. And now my mind is like, oh, God, it's quiet. He doesn't have anything to say to me. He's bored. Maybe he needs space. Where did all of that come from? And is it true? So that's the first thing you do is assess where this thought is coming from, why it's coming, Right. Um, and what is your outcome to that thought, right? Because you go to a what if scenario, like what if he's bored of me and oh my God, he needs space. And that's where my mind was going, right? So this can this can also um, relate to if you're at work and your boss says something like, uh, I don't know, your boss says something to you and you automatically think that, oh shit, he's going to fire me. <laughs> and it's like, what? You just, you just ain't put your timesheet in correctly. You know what I mean? Like, that's all. It doesn't mean you're going to get fired. Like, where is this coming from? Why do you assume the, why do we go to straight imminent doom? And that has to do with the overthinking. And then that overthinking turns into anxiety. And then that anxiety turns into that physical feeling in your body that's just making you so sick. Right. So I, I asked myself, you know, there's the, the what you know, is this true? Right. Is this true? And then I realized it's not true. And then I also asked myself, is it happening right now, though? Like, did he tell you, you need, he needs space? <laughs> no, he didn't tell you that. So you can only go by what he's telling you and how and what his actions are. Right. And what his actions are is that he's being consistent. He's still, he's not pushing you away. He's not ghosting you. You guys are having conversation. So, so why am I feeling this way? You know, so that's those, that was the conversation I'm having. Right. And so it's like, is it happening right now? So when you start to overthink something, right. And and normally when we're overthinking something, we're in fear of something bad happening to us. So now you ask yourself, is it happening right now though? Like, is the bad thing happening right now? Nine times out of 10, I'm going to say 10 times out of 10, it ain't happening and it probably won't happen. Right. So now you like, "Ah, I'm tripping. I'm fucking tripping. (laughs) Like, let me get myself together. So, you know, then after that, now I'm asking myself, like, is this worrying about this, like keeping the said fearful event from happening? And what I mean by that is like, even if the said fearful event happened or not, did the worrying like increase it, intensify it or less lessen it? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is the worrying don't make no, it doesn't even matter to worry in a present moment about something that could happen in the future. Right. So, um, and I always go back to watching the last dance with Michael Jordan. And it resonated with me so, 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 so much, y'all. When he was like, 
they were asking him like, so what, what if you missed the shot or something like that? And he was like, why would I worry in, in this space right now, in this present moment, why would I worry about a shot that I haven't even taken yet? Like, it just makes no sense. So from there, I was like, aha, <laughs> like that's it right there. That's it right there. And I feel like that's what I hold on to now from hearing that months ago. That is what I'm holding on to. Like, I cannot worry about not one single shot I have not taken or that I haven't even thought about taking yet. Right. So what's the point of me worrying about if this person is going to abandon me, worrying about, you know, if. I, you know, going to lose a job or lose a home because I have suffered a lot of loss, lose a car. Like why I can't worry about that right now in that, in this present moment. And it's not going to help the outcome at all in a good or bad way if I worry about it. So let's release this worry. Let's stop this worry. Let's, let's work towards what can I do? Um, not to, to, to stop any bad thing from happening. Cause we don't know if anything bad is happening or not, but what am I doing in this present moment? That is, is that is beneficial for me. You know, what, what kind of self-care am I doing? How am I loving on me more? How am I building my emotional, um, uh, uh my emotional, uh, space? I don't know what I'm looking for. Like, how am I building, um, myself up emotionally to think highly and more and more, more highly of myself to know that I'm enough and I'm worthy of, of love. I'm worthy of all the abundance that God has for me. I'm worthy of that. You know, so those are the the thoughts that I start to have and then just start to build myself up, um, um, spiritually, you know, and to, to love on me more. And, and in turn, that helps me to, to go into these these professional relationships and these personal relationships a better person and with a clearer mind, you know, because I'm not allowing the overthinking to fuck with me. And I think that's what happens, you know, especially with the worrying part, right? So when we're when we start to overthink, right, we start to worry. And then the worrying causes you to react to what the outside um, entities are, are 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 doing right. So in dating, for for example, I could simply I could overthink. I I I haven't talked to um the guy that I'm dating today at all, right? I didn't. I don't know if he texted me yet. I don't know if we didn't talk last night. Like we talked during the day, right? We didn't talk last night, and I'm I'm mentioning this because I think women, we as women, we do this. Okay. Don't even lie, girl. Don't even, cause I, I see you, you listening. I see you. Okay. Just know that even it's a pot, even though it's a podcast, I can see you right now. Don't lie. All right. When I say this, don't lie. Now, if, if you're dating someone and the guy don't call you back, right. Or he don't call you that night. You don't talk to me. Y'all, y'all usually talk at night, but like past two nights, y'all ain't been talking. Right. Um, in your mind, where you going? Oh my God. Oh my God, he must be talking to somebody else. Oh my God, uh, he don't want to talk to me no more. Oh, what is he bored? Oh, his his language changed. Oh, he's talking to me a little different now. Like, you know, and and he could be changing up. He could be, or he, you know, because men do weird, crazy stuff. Like they strange individuals, okay? They think we crazy, but they really the crazy ones. They do crazy, strange things. So our minds um, will go to that immediately, right? Now, what do you do with that thought, though? A lot of us 
have, and I've been guilty of telling myself a whole damn story, right? Like, (laughs) oh, he on a date. Oh, he did this. Oh, he must got a girl there. That's why he can't talk to me now. And it might be true. It might not. But who who's to say that he don't need to work through certain things to figure out who he want to be with, right? And that is fair. So, but I don't know what that answer is. But 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 now he done reached out to me the next day. Next day, what am I doing? I'm giving him hella attitude, you know. And I think we do that. Then now we're giving hella attitude. So now he's like, whoa, where's this coming from? Why is her text so dry? Oh, what is she rolling her eyes for? Oh my God. You know, so now it throws him off, puts him on the defense. And then it also confirms to him, see, this is what I'm saying. Women are crazy, right? I'm telling y'all, I'm telling you y'all, this, this stuff really be happening. Now, what's the, how could you have changed that? How could, how could anyone have changed that? The overthinking, the what ifs, the stories and the lies that we have sat and told ourselves. Um, we, we know what they are. And it's like, you take the steps to say, um, to ask these questions. Is this true? Is this happening right now? Is me worrying about this and me overthinking and talking about this to myself and having conversation about this, is this going to help the outcome of whatever the outcome is going to be? Probably not. Um, so once you get to that point, like, then you're like, are my worry thoughts helping me at all? Like these worrying thoughts right now are not helping me. And then also release it so that you're not reacting. You're not reacting bait to, to someone, to a job, to a professional, to whomever release those, that were those worrying thoughts, let it go. And we, people say, how do you let it go? You just go on to another thought. You go on to another, a pleasure thought, a pleasing thought. You go watch a different world or something because that's what I do. You you know, you do things that make you happy because ultimately you have to be, whether it's work, whether it's the love, whether it's friendships, whatever you're overthinking, you ultimately have to be okay with being you. You have to be comfortable with being in your space. You have to be so loving on yourself that any other thing that people, anything that people, places, or things do, anything that could affect you on the outside realm will never affect you inside. And that is where I started to, that's when I, when that started to click in my head is when I started to be able to attack the overthinking. Does the overthinking stop for me? Probably it hasn't stopped because of the anxiety that I have. I have a lot of built up anxiety and emotional trauma you know, that I'm still working through at 40. So it's not going to just stop overnight. But what I will say is how I've been attacking this and how I've been approaching this has really helped me to mature emotionally and how I'm reacting to outside things. And if, and, and, and if that makes any sense or how I've been reacting to how people um, are reacting and operating. Right. So and the last thing that I will ask myself, is there anything I can do in this present moment to keep to keep these what if thoughts from worrying me? And you absolutely can. You know, so I think to myself, what can I do to make these what if thoughts not make me not worry me? I just simply take the power out of the what ifs. Right. And I also say, why do I go straight to 
what if this is awful? And just say, what if you were just patient and calm and just took this time, this time alone or this space that anybody's needing or or took the time, uh, if it's the job that you're worried about, just took some time, like 30 minutes and just loved on yourself, meditated, prayed, eat. All right, take yourself out to eat, sit up and watch. Look, Girlfriends is coming on Netflix now the whole season. Um, Moesha's on. Like, do do things that made you feel good back in the day. Like, you know, trudge up those things. And, you know, I always, I'm the analog girl, and I like to go back to what made me happy in the 90s, you know? So what made me happy in the 90s was a different world, and that just makes me happy. You know what I mean? So uh, I like to go back and watch those things and they they make me feel good. And, you know, I, I know that I know that those though, that's my self-care, you know. So what is your self-care? And we get crossed up when we hear self-care because it's like, I don't got time to go to a spa and I don't got time to, you know, be getting no medic- pedicure or whatever or, or meditating or doing yoga. It doesn't have to be that. It's like, what? honestly has made you happy that you didn't need anybody else for it. You didn't need anyone else's actions to make you happy. What was that? That's what you got to ask yourself. When was a time when I was, it was just me, no one else. And I was extremely happy and pleased. And what was I doing in that moment? And whatever it was, get back to that. Get back to that. because. Whenever those are the things that you can do in the present moment to help you with the thoughts that that'll come that will kind of worry you and will scare you. I I don't think I don't think my fear and, uh, and thoughts of abandonment will ever go away. But what will go away is how I react to them. Um, the negative way that I've reacted to them, the shutting down, the lying, the deceitfulness, um, them being just being flat out mean, you know, um, just 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 not being my true authentic self for fear that someone is not going to accept me. All that stopped. So I feel like I've talked a lot, y'all, but I'm hoping that this has helped someone. And if I could only help one person, OK, one person, um, I'm happy, you know, so here's to us not overthinking as much. And here's to us dissecting why we overthink and how we overcome overthinking. And just, you know, we on this quest to live our best lives. All right, y'all. Well, I ain't going to hold y'all. I ain't going to let y'all hold me. Until next time. Bye.